Around Comics, Episode 83. Discussing topics in and around the world of comics. I'm your host, Christopher Neesman, and I'm joined, as always, by the co-host of the show, Mr. Brian Salazar. Hello. And Mr. Tom Caters. Hello. <laughs> Tom, is, are you okay? So restrained. I'm fine. How are you guys? <laughs> this is my new FM radio voice. Oh, I hey, see. You're You've listening to the cool sounds of around comics. <laughs> Well, it is a true roundtable today. We uh, we split John Suntress into uh, three equal. Like Voltron. <laughs> the three components of John Suntress. He's like Jamie Madrox. He just bloop, bloop, we have a, we have his legs to the right of me, <laughs> and, and to the right of Tom is one of the hosts of the Comic Book Queers podcast. He is Eric. Woo. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and uh, coming around the table is uh, one of our favorite guests. He is the uh, DC exclusive artist and the current uh, artist on the all-new Adam. He's Mr. Ma- Mr. Mike Norton. <laughs> Mark Norton. <laughs> I'm the blue nope. lion. And uh, current pug owner. Yes, current pug owner. <laughs> yes. New pug owner. I'm so disappointed that you didn't bring Ninja. Tonight. Well, I'm sure the I'm Ninja's sure Mark's here. happy I didn't. Ninja's here, you just, we just can't don't see know him. <laughs> In the shadows. And the other uh, co-host for Comic Book Queers, uh, a return guest, uh, Mr. Stevie D. Yo. <laughs> so what's up? What is with you all guys this sound completely different than you do on your hey, show. Hey, hey everyone. Let's, uh, <clears throat> this is some uh, Stevie Nicks now. <laughs> Stevie <laughs> Nicks. We've got some Buckingham Nicks. Cool. All well, styling. this... <laughs> This is uh, one of our news and reviews episodes. We're going to be getting to all of that in just a couple moments. But first, I want to let you know that this episode of Around Comics is sponsored by Borders. Your heart pounds, your palms sweat, the tension is nearly unbearable. And then you spot it, the graphic novel you've been searching for everywhere, right here in your local Borders. Borders has thousands of manga and graphic novels. In fact, you'll find exactly what you're looking for and discover unexpected new authors and series simply by visiting Borders. Save on your favorite graphic novels, manga, and more. Click on the Borders banner on Around Comics for a 20% off coupon. Check Borders first. Find a store near you at www.borderstores.com or use the Borders store locator at aroundcomics.com. Thanks again to the fine folks at Borders. Remember to check out that 20% off coupon at aroundcomics.com. Want to let everyone... It's a coupon. It's not a coupon. I didn't say coupon. You guys can pick up a coupon. It's crouton. 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 20% off croutons. We're going to have a beautiful weekend in Chicago. You might want to take that coupon out and uh, walk around the neighborhood. You'll find borders. (laughs) What's the weather going to be like, Tom? Uh, It's going to be sunny in the 60s. Uh, I think it's going to be the best weather we've had so far this year. Well, all right. (laughs) 
want to let everyone know. And that, now let's listen to <laughs> that Around Comics is recorded every Friday at 7 o'clock at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles. Located at 4835 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. If you're in the area, please drop by. We would love to meet you. There's Apparently a lot of people took us seriously mm-hmm. last time we said yeah, that. There's a, there's a lot of delicious uh, restaurants in the neighborhood as well. <laughs> Uh, if you come into the neighborhood and uh, take a look around in your phone book. NPR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, everyone. A Terry Gross moment. There's some album cuts. <laughs> some deep cuts. <laughs> right. I've derailed the show. As I said, this is one of our this is one of our news and reviews episodes. That means it is time for Wire to Wire comic book news. Wire to Wire comic book news. All right, right off the top here, Milton Kniff fans, uh, time to rejoice. Ken. It's Kniff. I know. It is, what are <laughs> it's actually pronounced Maltine. Maltine Kniff. Maltine Kniff. Throw me to the mat right off the bat here. Is it really Kniff? It's Milton Kniff. I Kniff. never knew that. Yes. That's how, I've how, did, I, how did you pronounce it? I always said Caniff. I, I thought but it was Caniff. I, I always called him Milton Kniff. C. Kniff. <laughs> Milton C. Yes. MC. Yeah. Well, anyway. MC Terry and the Pirates. I'm sure they'll have the pronunciation. <laughs> MC <in> Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Fans of Milton Kniff and Terry and the Pirates. Uh, IDW is going to be uh, republishing... Uh, a new six-book series collecting the entirety of the Terry and the Pirates series. IDW, they, this is their second announcement. I think we have another story later in the news, but that was actually earlier in the week, of, of uh, they're doing the um, Peanuts? Is yeah. that IDW? Yeah. Oh, no. No, I'm sorry. Not Peanuts. That's Fanographics. But they did do another, is it Zorro, I think they announced? Or something Keep else. Ah. Get it yeah, once. sooner or later. I've recently seen science for a new telenovela about Zorro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I saw that. Tell a movie I want to watch that. Or no, there was something else. Terry the Pirates. Wrong reasons. I don't understand oh, yeah. a lick of space. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, IDW seems to be getting into this sort of fanographics mode of publishing strips and and you know doing hardcovers out of out of old comic strips. So kind of interesting to see what they're going to come up with next. But uh, anybody a Terry and the Pirates fan? Uh, the, so I, everybody's coming here. Who's tonight. here? It's Jason Moy and Gary Carvin. Hey, hey we got a party. I did too. Come on over. And they brought a girl. How many people yeah. did you email, Chris? John Sessions doesn't show up, and Chris emails everyone Those he knows. Those are awfully big shoes to fill. And because <laughs> everyone is a comic book nerd, no one is doing anything on a Friday night. Everyone's like, it's awesome. No, I actually, I was, was going to stay home and watch The Monsters on DVD I got from Netflix. <laughs> I'll shut up now. Wow. <laughs> Actually, Malay's here just to get some ba- uh, fantasy baseball advice. We're, uh, no, let's uh, not get we, into we've that. We've got our draft <clears throat> this week. Don't care. Right. I've been you, hearing it you know, like every day. I'm not going to be the one to bring you back on subject, I guess. But okay. <laughs> I can't believe that, but uh, I've, I've always heard of Terry and the Pirates. I don't think I've ever yeah. seen it. I've never read one. I feel like I should turn in some kind of comic book card or something for saying that. I I haven't either. I think if you're not at least 50, you know, it's just sort of out of that realm of anything that that was around. I would say that and Andrew Peepoy shows up, smacks me in the face. (laughs) Yeah. He would, too. Yeah. I think Hillary Hillary Bardo would probably... Well, whenever we talked with uh, Gene Colan several months back, he mentioned that Kniff was one of his big influences. What about Kniff? Oh gosh, that guy me. didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> what right. about Charles Schultz? Uh, yeah, the Peanuts dude. Yes, he's dead. Yes. Isn't he a Mormon? 
I don't know. Was he a Mormon? <laughs> That's Bill Keen. Oh, okay. okay. Bill Keen's a Mormon? I get that. But they both have, like, balls. Orson Scott Card? Is, now. Isn't Orson Scott Card a Mormon? <laughs> they're all Mormon. Ro- yeah, he is. Well, the reason I mentioned Charles Schultz is because... <laughs> I just got an image of a... I got an oh, anyway, that... that of a... <laughs> pig pen taking a roundabout route up to being crucified on a cross. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Rest of the episode. With the dust floating <laughs> behind <laughs> yeah. him. For free comic book day, you can find the story of Pigpen on a cross. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mini comic that Tom's doing. <laughs> it oh it is God. the unseen peanut, and I really don't think it is a Pigpen uh, messianic story. But uh, if, during free comic book day, there's going to be a uh, previously unpublished unseen peanuts comic coming out. Wow. The one where Franklin <laughs> Jack Schrader in the face. <laughs> No, Charlie finally <laughs> kicks that damn Schrader? football. Schrader? He kicks it well. Schrader. Hey, back to Schroeder. Ter- Schroeder. Schroeder. Oh, Schroeder. Sorry. Back to Terry. Made it sound Schrader. even Can more it? German. Is it Canada? Schrader. Von Schrader. Von Schrader. <laughs> back to uh, back to Terry and the Pirates. I just want to. You said it was going to be uh, six. I know, but I, but before we moved on from it, I, I, you said it was going to be six different volumes. Because this is... It's a, it's a six-book series collecting the entirety of... Okay, but it's one volume. Track. It's $50. It's 368 pages. I just didn't want people to be confused about that. Volume one, volume one is... not going to be any more confused. Or maybe there are going to be six <laughs> volumes at $50. <laughs> I'm assuming it's going to be six we volumes at $50 each, sure. collecting the entire... Great, I can add that to my EC archives and my absolutes and more. Uh, I hope you're not listening how, to this. How big is your bookshelf? Getting You've never been to his house. I've got five. He lives in a, a <coughs> condo built out of hardcovers. <laughs> As he reads them, he puts them outside and then grabs the next one. <laughs> they rotate through. That this will be my room. <laughs> All right. Sorry about Terry and the Peanuts. Okay, so, um, unseen Peanuts. Unseen Peanuts. Terry and the Peanuts. It's a mashup. There's a crossover. They were in a battle of the bands with Josie and the Putty Cat. The Putty Cat. Oh boy! Now There's another now crossover. There comes the Warner Brothers. <laughs> oh wow! Mm. Jesus! Snackle right. puss in the in the gems. <laughs> well, <laughs> the holograms. Holograms. Get it right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if we're gonna talk Snackle puss, though, we have to get Chris's oh, dream no. Snackle puss dream on tape because he told us this story last week, but oh. we weren't recording. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah! This is right. <laughs> this no. is the wait. Yeah, well, let's okay. break. Let's stop because this is the greatest. Story involving. Want me to yeah, I want to hear the Snagglepuss. I want our listeners to hear cry. the Snagglepuss <laughs> dream. Man, I wish this was All a right, crankcast. So <laughs> yeah, this, this is turning into the crankcast. Heavens to Murgatroyd. All right, so I'm probably 24 at this point, so it was like 10 years ago, and it was my, my first live-in girlfriend after after I graduated from college, and I'm in, I'm in Iowa, and it, it was... Things were going okay, but, you know, it's my ex-girlfriend, so eventually it didn't go okay. And I had this dream one night that we were at a a local bar in Iowa, and it was, I I guess, you know, a a bad omen of things to come. Because in the dream, you know, I'm sitting at a table, and my girlfriend walks up to the bar, and all of a sudden, Snagglepuss (laughs) walks up to her at the bar. And is like hitting on my girlfriend. Heavens to mint stars. I'm having hallucinations with complications even. Were you threatened? <laughs> I, I, I'm just sitting there in, in disbelief. Because he's, he's on our team. <laughs> I, I like a girl with spirit, but this is ridiculous. Right. This is how it ends, though. Yeah. So, so, yeah, Snagglepuss 
picks up my girlfriend it's and the, was it the bow tie? And and he's like walking out of the bar with her, and I'm like, Julie, where are you going? And Snagglepuss just looks at me and goes, Exit, stage left. <laughs> <laughs> Exit, double quick time, stage right. Woke up, cold sweat, screaming. <laughs> that was no dream. <laughs> that was Mike. Dude, him and Huckleberry Hound double team. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it was not a happy dream. All right. I think that was a mescaline <laughs> hallucination or something. What good. did you smoke that I had some issues. Dude, I had Hank issues, is standing, is sitting, <laughs> uh, we have like a 15 year old listening to the car. Dana Barbera, some pimps. <laughs> All right, back to the news. Well, Sorry, after, I, had to, I had to stop for that. <laughs> that wacky Thanks, race Sal. to your girlfriend. <laughs> 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 Thanks for that embarrassing moment in Chris's life. I appreciate oh, it. I've got good stories, story. but I ain't telling. <laughs> <laughs> Snagglepuss stories? Well, no, no, no. no. Well, after Huckleberry the, Hound, after the, uh, the unseen peanuts, we're going to get Grendel's lost story. Uh, Matt Wagner is uh, going to uh, revisit Grendel. It's uh, coming out in what is this? July for uh, two ninety nine. Uh, fifty cent prologue issue. Okay, fifty cent prologue, and then uh, colored in black and, and white, and color palettes synonymous with the stories of Hunter Rose. Each issue in this eight series, eight part series, contains twenty pages of story and retails for. Two ninety nine. So it's a eight part series with a, uh, a fifty cent prologue. Grendel, behold the devil. Sounds like a lot of details, guys. I'm just gonna show up and look at it, and if I like it, I'm gonna buy it. There you go. <laughs> well, I know. Well, I know he's also re- releasing, I think, in a either a hardcover format or a trade format. The he had done some untold <coughs> origin story of Grendel. He had only done it as like a con exclusive back in the early nineties. Is it a collectible? <coughs> Does it say well, the original issue? one was. was and that then, but he's going to get that off eBay. Book that he did, the Kamiko Black Book. Yeah, I think that I think that's the one. Yeah, I was a, I was a huge Grendel fan, especially the Hunter Rose Grendel. Were you a, a Mage fan? I was a huge Mage fan, actually. I I want him to stop doing Grendel and finally get back on Hero Mage. Denied. Yeah, no you kidding. Know, I want to I want to see that. That's, that's a challenge. He's from becoming Mike like George. Norton. Yeah, he's becoming like George Lucas for me. You know, it's just like, am I going to be dead before it comes out? Sure. <laughs> well, I actually I just started going back and rereading Mage. I probably haven't read it since I was a teenager. Admit right. it, you never read it. I've never read it. <laughs> Exit stage left. <laughs> no, I never should have said that. He made off of my girlfriend and my mage comics. <laughs> Wait, I gotta, I gotta go Google some... You had a dream where Huckleberry Hound was uh, pissing on your mage comics? <laughs> Bad dog. Bad dog. Oh, yeah. Oh, my darling. Oh, my darling. Well, I know, I know David Price is gonna be uh, looking forward to that. He's one of the biggest Matt Wagner fans. Well, I'm a, yeah, I'm a huge... I, I told Matt Wagner at a convention once that he was one of the reasons that I wanted to draw comics, and he said, don't blame me. <laughs> and you do. And you showed up wearing... <laughs> you, you're wearing only a barrel with two straps. <laughs> and, a, and a lightning bolt shirt. And a jug with three X's on it. Like, I brought, I I brought got, some for everyone. For whatever reason, I never got into Grendel, but I... I was a huge fan of Mage, uh, right? But I well, I, I when I was I was I mean I was a lot younger than I probably should have been to be liking uh, Grendel, Grendel when it came well, out. You're smarter than the average kid. Well, uh, than the average bear. The thing, the reason why I never. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we are totally on the cartoon. Uh, but I, I uh, now you made me forget what I was. Gonna, I didn't get into Grendel as much because he was a bad guy. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not the supposed time. to like the bad guys. I like the good guys. You know, Kevin Matchstick's a good guy, you know? Yeah, it was sort of the same thing. I never really... It, 
it didn't. I just wasn't attracted to it for some reason. Yeah. It, was, it had that um, look about it that it was. It yeah. was more. It was a darker. I remember sort thinking, of book and the bad guy can't look that cool. Vader did. Ever a Mage fan? I've never read Mage. I've never read really? Grendel. Get out. Okay. No, you can stay because I I haven't either. What? You would I like Mage? Though. Well, maybe I would. Well, maybe I would. But uh, <laughs> get out of my face about it, Mr. The hardcovers are. Guess out. what? My girlfriend, if she had a choice between a gay cartoon character and me, would probably go on with me. <laughs> or maybe Boo Boo. Boo Boo. Hey Boo Boo. Well, or, uh, what, what? <laughs> what's in that picnic yeah. basket? I, I remember, you know, Mage. Wasn't that coming out about the same time as uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? That was kind of they part of that. They were all, all this, like, sort yeah. of in that yeah. same. 83, yeah, 84. It was only like five or six. Of, so that's probably why I didn't read you the first punk. time around. Punk! Young. Get off my lawn! <laughs> Young. Well, right. um, we've got some uh, interesting uh, previews of some uh, pulp comics. He's pointing really? at me again. He's pointing always at the well, Oh, Zero Hour. Yeah, yeah this is a webcomic Zero Hour that they're putting in print now. Can I tell you one thing? Sure. They shouldn't, <laughs> they shouldn't name it Zero Hour if they want any mainstream comics. <laughs> 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 oh, I saw that headline I was like... Wait a minute! I thought there was a trade of that. Yeah, they're collecting zero hour. <laughs> like, God, the, don't lie. It's, it's like, oh, boo. episodes from the yeah, zero hour. So I guess they're yeah, they're trying to work around. It. I, I haven't read the the web comic. I uh, heard it was good, but I, mm-hmm. I haven't got it. But they're they're gonna have a trade uh, trade out for twelve bucks or a twenty dollar limited edition hardcover. It looks like uh, sort of hardcore noir pulpy. Any character, stuff. any character uh, um, named Tommy Knuckles McNichols is probably Knuckles McNichols. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good name. Eric, didn't you date a guy named Knuckles, or was that Fisty? Misty <laughs> <laughs> uh, McFisty? No. Action stage left. <laughs> oh. <laughs> my mom could be listening. Come on. Your, mo- your mom listens to our show. No, Fisto was my favorite Keyman character, actually. <laughs> Fisto. <laughs> Dude, well, any, anyone who would like to know more about traffic. episodes from the Zero Hour can go to uh, lulu.com because we talked slash so well. Zero Hour. This cover looks awesome. To, uh, yeah, the cover, yeah, looks, the cover looks... Yeah. 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 It, it looks like a, a great old pulp yeah. novel. So, uh, Or you can go to aroundcomics.com and, Back and find the story. oldie times. Mm-hmm. I love these. A tough guy for hire. <coughs> yes. I could use one of those. By Jason Butkowski. You know what the United Arab Emirates needs? Marvel superheroes. That's nuke? what they oh. need. Yes, and uh, right. Captain America. Oh, it <laughs> looks like they're gonna get. It. There is going to be a Marvel theme park coming to In Dubai. Shut. This uh, is one of those countries, though. Bizarre. This is one of those countries where I, <laughs> I guarantee, if you wanted a day with Captain America and you had enough money, it's a country where you can do whatever the fuck you want with enough money. Right. Before I hear about <laughs> yeah. this place, I, I hear stuff on 2020. I hear it on other news programs. This place is like a crazy, messed up, like uh, Michael Jackson house. <laughs> yeah, that's the only country <laughs> that's cool with him living there. The entire country is like <laughs> Neverland. It's yeah. Michael Jackson and Prince got together and built a country. Yeah, I mean, it, how, they, with how, oil. They already had enough money. If you wanted to have like a hot oil wrestling match with someone dressed up as Midgets. Wolverine, you would have been able to pull it off. You know. So now they're them. just making a, a, a theme park. <laughs> You want that? I can get you that in an hour. It looks like Marvel is really behind it. Where's the DC That's Comics insane. one now? Yeah, where is the DC Comics one? Why won't you? I want. Well, I, I want know, to go I running like with DC the Flash. Do, I would like DC to do a theme park instead of Sorry, a guys. ride you that <laughs> breaks my neck when I <laughs> 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 scares the crap out of me. 
I, I, I would like that, but I don't know. I because you're so tall, were you afraid of riding the uh, Superman? It really hurt because me. I don't you fit in hurt. it, so it crunched me. And, well, and, and then it flips you up under like that, and I'm like, no. <laughs> and, I'm, I think, and you know, I was getting 50 pounds heavier than I'm like. What if I'm the one that makes this thing <laughs> break a, and I fall out? <laughs> I had a friend. I had no. a friend who um, wore a fake air cast to uh, Great America <laughs> so he could get to the front of the lines. Oh, that's nice. cool. Yeah, it was nice. What a but scumbag! You know what? The yeah. bottom line so you on hang this, out with though, some scumbag, dirty, filthy dirty. asshole. I, I was thinking about this when I heard about was this. Was that this Matt? Week. No, and it wasn't Matt. I, you know, they built the thing in uh, uh, Universal Studios, mm-hmm. and I still haven't managed to go down to Orlando. There's no way in hell I'm going to Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think they built it for us, Mike. Yeah. Well, 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 but who are they building it for? Who are these huge Marvel fans yeah, in the Arab world? Yeah, who are they <laughs> building it for? <laughs> well, apparently, from the press release, Marvel is a brand that is recognized globally via its ever-expanding list of superhero characters. Now it won't be much longer until the children in pan Arabia and the world can experience Animate. new and exciting <laughs> rides with Marvel's Spider-Man, the Incredible Hulk, the Fantastic Four, and many other superheroes right here in the UAE. And they didn't mention Captain America. Aren't the only people vacationing there like super rich? Yeah, you would think. So I don't think the the. Well, so it's not like this is I don't know any, massive. I, I don't know really enough about the country. Your entire life is yeah. an amusement park. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you can do whatever you want. You think they'll have a gravity ride? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> crashes and burns over time. <laughs> it's a Cajun cliffhanger, but you're in between the thing and uh, Modoc. At, at, at the very end of the ride, they shoot you into space and kill you. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly it. Yeah. Uh, what it is is at the end of the uh, ride saying, hmm, you're dead. To get one whole entire ride, you have to sit through 75 smaller rides, and then at the end, it only goes uh, 15 miles an hour, just like Civil War. All right, moving on to some uh, some nice news here. Uh, The girls, fans of of the The Luna Brothers, girls, that series is wrapping up. And as uh, an added bonus to uh, fans of that series, the last issue is going to be a uh, double sized forty page issue. So for the same price, two ninety nine. Eric, uh, you were clapping your hands. Um, Do you like girls? Forty eight. Come on. Uh, beat 44. Oh. He's making it 22. Whatever. Whatever. They double D. Well, I, you, you guys gave uh, uh, applause whenever I mentioned the, the girls. Applause? And I know that I know I that Sal has. <laughs> haven't you liked, do you like the girls? I used to read it. Okay. Ooh. And then ditched it? Yeah, right. I ditched it because it's the same damn night and it's 15 issues later. And yeah. Jesus. I was going to say they're only. Th- this is issue 24. Uh, and they're wrapping it up already, mm-hmm. which surprised well, me a little bit. Maybe they told their story. faster than that, and they extended it. Oh, was it? Everyone, go to Wikipedia now. I've Crash never, Wikipedia. I've never read Girls as a kid. I read the. Fr- I've read the first two trades of it. I liked it. It's. I, I thought it was a cool sci-fi. Yeah. You know, I'm going to pick up this last issue to see how it wraps up. I want to see what happened. <clears> but you got bored with it monster. at some point, or, or yeah, just because it wasn't moving, it wasn't progressing. It wasn't moving much. fast enough, and in all honesty, the the artwork it it's the same damn thing. Every it does get a little static. Yeah. I mean, they 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 do a very sort of thematic style with it. They're trying to, you know... But Dr. Fate fans that have been looking forward to that new series... You'd still be waiting. You're going to have to wait a little <laughs> bit longer for Do we some know fate. why? Glacey uh, can't do it because he had a scheduling problem, so they gave it to Justiano. <coughs> but they don't... Well, that'll look nice. 
But uh, they want Justiano to do all of it, so they had to push it back. Oh, well, bite it! It makes sense. Galacy. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Well, I'm surprised they didn't call in fill-in artist extraordinaire Mike Norton to just do a couple issues. I don't. I don't. I don't think you think of dark and moody. <laughs> when you think of Mike, well, it's going to be the Steve. Gr- Until you meet you in Challenge person, and you, you are very. I'll wait I could, for it. I could. I would love it. I love Doctor Fate. The helmet's kind of a and bitch Steve to draw, Gerber? but <laughs> the wait. The waiting room was dark and moody. Oh, I'll get you for that. <laughs> Sorry, the waiting place. All ten. Well, Joanna didn't like that book either. No, no. Did she give uh, you a good review on that? No, she didn't. She hated I don't think she likes in particular. I remember that. <laughs> I don't think she cut likes me to the quick with her review. Yeah, she doesn't like many comics. Uh, I don't think. Um, Rarely. Nexus. We got to release. Th- yes. Nexus. face. And his front, too. <laughs> <laughs> Nexus <Yeah>. number 99, <laughs> Space Opera Part 1, is due out on July 11th. So uh, get the free comic book day issue that's going to be kind of a recap of the Nexus universe. The last it, 98 yeah, if you if you're not familiar with Nexus, get the free comic book day issue and uh, look forward to Nexus number ninety nine in July. I'm looking forward to um, sort of seeing Steve Rude's art in comparison to where art is now. I think it's gonna be. I think it's even gonna stand out even more uniquely as far as this, uh, you know mm-hmm. anatomy. I think okay. almost. I think was looking back was I I have a bunch of Nexus issues and reading it at the time it was. It, he was very unique in the fact that his like attention to anatomy and how like everything looked really, you know, laid out properly. Mm-hmm. But even now, as art is sort of in comic books, has gotten, I think, farther away from maybe anatomically correct, That's but not necessarily definitely negative. Definitely taken more of a retro sort yeah. of turn. He's exploring his yeah, toth and and Kirby roots. Yeah, so, so. I think it'll be. Have cool you seen see. some of the previews, Mike? No, I haven't seen any of this. I'm just talking about just recent stuff in general. I mean, you can tell that he's really starting to like. Well, I know his moth stuff. He really yeah, went after getting Kirby into the stuff that he loved. Yeah. So I think it'll be cool That's to be see exciting, it though. next. Well, he, else he's a understand, so. phenomenal artist. So I we talked to him. To we did. Yeah. Ooh, well, name dropper. Hey, uh, uh, Steve Rude. Hey, we talked to Steve Rude <laughs> a couple some months Stevie ago. Next for you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and some, also uh, remember that uh, Nexus Archives number. Five just came out. Is that right? From uh, Dark Horse? Uh, I believe so. Yes. So they've got five uh, five archive volumes, and I know you're a fan of them, Sal. I think they're they're worth every penny of that forty nine. Yeah. If you haven't read Nexus before, I mean the archives are a little pricey, they're but they're very nice. And, and he also talked about trades of that eventually coming <coughs> out. Yeah, he mentioned that, and that would be great to have those in, in well, a cheaper format. I mean, probably we'll see how the success of the relaunch. I would was, love I a huge hardcover of that. Just like a giant. Just so I wouldn't have to hunt down all of them because they've been reprinted in very various different yeah. ways, and sometimes it's the same ones. And I'd, I'd love to just have an. Omnibus. I would love. Mm-hmm. I don't. Well, a it's bunch 90, of that first you got ninety-eight issues plus. Stuff. You have seven or eight miniseries. Mm-hmm. Man, I that would, would love to see several volumes. I'll yeah, I'll, I would. Yeah, I would, would love to sweet. see oversize would be awesome with his his right, art, especially right. the covers. I would love to see a bunch of the first <coughs> comic stuff. Oh yeah, put out like in a hard like sure. You know, Grimjack. Well, there's they're know. supposed to be doing they they had on Amazon. You can find the uh, American, American flag. flag uh, you know, absolute edition. Well, yeah, there's been but a lot it's been of, there for no, three that years. Was with, uh, with dynamite, I believe that they were yeah. going to be putting oh, those is that out. It? I don't know what happened with all that. You know, I would buy well, that. The first stuff flag. has been like right. They're going to do that uh, digitally. They're going to offer a lot of that online. Bro, oh, really? Yeah, it's wasn't that. Dyna- um, a lot of the first comics are going to be online. Well, from uh, what's his name? The uh, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. The he was the publisher of first for a while. 
Uh, but he also Mike did a lot Gold? of the books. Is it? Yeah, I think yeah, Michael. He, he's gonna. Re- they're gonna release a bunch of his stuff. Okay. Is that where you got your first work at? I was first. I my no, not first. It was Image, but it was on Badger, okay. which was a first comic. Okay, that's so. right. That's right. Um, well, Tom, you'll be uh, you'll be happy about this, which uh, is why I will always love Mike Norton because uh, he started on Badger. Badger. Uh, your Badger love affair. Uh, uh, well, Tom, they uh, it looks like DC is really pushing the Flash now. They're offering Flash. offering retailers incentives to uh, yeah, to buy the the upcoming the issues. The last uh, two issues were good. <coughs> yeah, they didn't make me want to cry or like <laughs> choke you know, someone. You have yeah. been walking with a you know little bounce in your step. The last issue was actually. Really good, but not. I think like in two issues it'll be fantastic. I think Mark Guggenheim knows how to write mm-hmm. the Flash. Are you are you dealing with the whole Bart thing now? Oh, I never had. I you know I never had a problem. I'm not. I I realized this after. Not a Bart hater. I'm not a Bart hater. I never hated Bart. I hated reading a bad story written. It was just written badly. You know, it wasn't like it had nothing to do with that character. Because that character, I've liked Bart as a character, and I think he's been written well. But I just thought this was a bad story involving him. But it's a funny thing. I think this is an issue for another episode. But once you start having someone writing a character well, and then all of a sudden you see a split with the people that hate it, where they're like, I won't read anything with Bart ever. And then all of a sudden I'm like, well, I don't mind Bart if someone writes it well. you know. And then all of a sudden you see that split from the people that, mm-hmm. you know. Well, it always comes down to whether someone can write the character properly or yeah. not. So. Yeah, and it makes sense, and I liked it, and I think, well, they lost a, you know, they lost a lot of readers from the launch. They lost over, you know, half of their audience Oof. from the uh, immediate launch. Yeah, but you got to think a lot of those people will come back with a new writing. Yeah, t- we'll and see what happens with the Guggenheim. Have you seen uh, Tony's artwork for it? I've seen like, like the it? covers. And, yeah, Tony like Daniels. Yeah. Is he a Chicago guy? He is. He's in Evanston. Is that's he going to be on that book regularly? Yeah, now? that's he's going to be the regular artist because they haven't really <laughs> had that yet. The, the thing that stuck out to me on this issue, and you mentioned it after you read the first issue, was that he he wrote um, he wrote both those stories <laughs> without trying to tell you who Bart was. You know, th- they were Flash stories. They weren't Bart is the Flash. You story, got his you know what I mean? through the story. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, as opposed to trying to explain to everyone that now Bart's the Flash, and I mean, and that's what I didn't really pick up on on the first one as much, but the second one I really did. That it wasn't anything to do with Bart Allen. It was it was a Flash story. It was all about you know, while you like you said you got the characters through the story, but it wasn't forced. It was yeah. just you know. It, yeah, it was I think he's got it. I think. DC should let him write The Flash for a really long time because I think he knows exactly what he's doing. Hint, hint. Eric, you had some on The Flash? No, I, I was just going to say it's it's you know Tom's optimism that's his charm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm optimistic. And drunk. And drunk. What's, what's this? Hello! What's, spoil for me. What's the, the choice that he was offered at the beginning? Well, there is a, uh, the, the first Guggenheim issue, Robin... Asks him to rejoin the Teen Titans, and he doesn't want to. He wants to join the Justice League, but realizes he isn't ready to join the Justice League. But that's his ultimate goal, goal okay. is to be. We had some forum members upset with that idea that he was going to all of a sudden join. David did. Yeah, David, David got David mad like it was written like that, which is funny. <laughs> like he had just read an issue where that happened, and it's like it, it has been out for yet. six months. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't funny. even know if that's what's going to happen. I'm actually catching up on my on my Teen Titans reading. Yeah. I've I've kind of started at the beginning of the of the John's uh, Volume Three series, and there's this uh, storyline where they have to kind of like reassemble. Titans from the, the past. Avengers? Yeah. 
and <laughs> no, not the Avengers. And uh, and they they've got like you know Wally gets in contact with them and says, if you need anything, let me know because I'm always a Titan first. Yeah. And this is when he was in the in the JLA. So I think that's interesting because you know Wally always yeah. you know he grew up you know in the Titans and and always considered himself a Titan. So and I well, it's Johns is writing the Teen Titans now, right? Uh, for stop. a couple more, couple yeah, more yeah. issues. Adam yeah. Beecham. And Adam gonna Beecham's going to take over. I mean, it just makes sense, because he, you know... He's a big flash man. Well, I, he's just the history of the DC. Yeah. I mean, he always writes with that in mind, I mean, yeah. because he's such That's a fan true. of We'll that. get to that top of the stack later. Well, you know, it's... <laughs> oh, <laughs> which, you know, I, I, I'm starting to go back and rediscover some of these series, and Teen Titans, for anyone who hasn't read the the Jeff Johns what, Teen where, Titans. What are you on now? Because I just started reading. I'm trying to go mm-hmm. back and read more of my corporate overlords. Because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I know of DC stuff, but I'm not super, super familiar. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to get into Teen Titans, the, some of the bigger group books. I'm trying to get into JSA. It's a little dense for me. Sure. Uh, on Teen Titans, I'm, I'm I have the best that, one. I have that one. This, this is now. my favorite story. So that's good? Too, yeah. What's yeah, it's I'll, really I'll, good. What, what story is that, that, Tom? Future is now. Which is great. Yeah, it's a great storyline, and yeah. it's nine ninety nine for a huge trade. So yeah. I got it. I actually bought that a while ago when I was working on Teen Titans Go mm-hmm. for for reference of characters that I might be drawing, and uh, I never read it. So is it is it accessible? Because I looked at it, I was like, this like the yeah. whole. All oh, the Legion, uh, Legion is in it. Yeah. No, but the thing is, that's the first time you've seen <clears throat> Legion in a long time, too. So oh, okay. when you see those characters for the first time, that's the first time you've seen them in that incarnation. Right. So okay. And whenever the Legion comes up, don't... Don't worry about it. Just kind of ignore them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't ever look up the history, because it will only confuse you. Don't yeah. ever look um, up. I, I, start, I started uh, with issue one of the John's run, and I'm up to uh, the story after this where they have kind of a, a team up with um, the Outsiders, with yeah. Nightwing, gotcha. and I've liked every every issue. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of the earlier arcs were just great Titan stories. Now, the last time I read Teen Titans was, like, Judas Contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, I mean, it's... Yeah. It, We'll talk. We'll talk about Jeff Jones. <laughs> Crap. Later. More trades <laughs> I have tipping, to buy. I'm tipping my hand towards I know, my I top feel of the, the stack. Is. I have a bookshelf full of trades that I have to read that I have. I'm so behind. I got to give you blankets too. I, dude, I have book. so many, so many trades. I have. Actually, um, speaking of blankets, you want to jump ahead to the last story, and then we'll come back to uh, to this one. But um, blankets and what was the other book that was taken out of Fun the Home? Fun Home. Fun, was it taken out Fun of the uh, Marshall um, Public Library? And now they are returned back on the shelves. Cool. Is that the well, is that in Arkansas? Arkansas? Uh, Missouri. Missouri. Well, that's uh, like I said on the forum. I yeah, think it's it just great when it's like a compromise, and everyone can be. Happy with it? Well, you know, and they, and they, and like when this first, and we talked about it yeah. when this story first came out, was you know, ever a lot of people were freaking out, and it was because the board, you know, initially agreed to take the books down, but they were going to go through a review process to see what they, you know, wanted to decide yeah. to do with it, and they eventually did, and they eventually came to, you know, mm-hmm. what I think is the right decision of putting them back in there, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's like. I, they had every right to do what they did. It's their mm-hmm. library, and I talked about that before. It's you know. Well, and they did the right choice by putting it back in the library. They did. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> fuck them. Well, I, I, never I, take I, them off. Well, <laughs> you know, and we got into oh. this whole debate, and... Let Eric speak. Go, speak, Eric. Speak, Eric. Christ. Speak. Speak. Yeah, how the hell else are we going to recruit if it's not in the library? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing gay about blankets, though. Want to bet? 
<laughs> What's the bread count? Blanket. <laughs> Egyptian cotton. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> well, we, we talked about this story ad nauseum whenever yeah. it first happened, yeah. but I'm, I'm glad to see these two books nice back in the everyone. I'm yeah. actually, it's, it's interesting because we've had um, a lot, some of our listeners, that's comic book queers for all of you. Um, www.greatpodcast. Great podcast. We, we've had a lot of our listeners tell us that we don't cover enough independent stuff, and Fun Home was one of the books that they kept talking about. And we can't find it. Yeah. Like, we've been to all these independent comic shops around Chicago, and I desperately want to read it because they don't have any. Quimby's? We no. went. That's exactly that's where the crazy. first place we went to was Quimby's, and she really? said, "Wow, oh, we normally it's have that too mainstream stock. for Quimby's." Actually, they have it in stock, <laughs> but apparently they keep selling out of it. And then they oh, said, okay. "We'll call you when it gets in." And mm-hmm. you know how that didn't. goes. Comic stores they never call well, you. You guys, back. you yeah. guys know, you guys know you indie know, guys, don't you? Can't you just like <laughs> shine the Jeffrey Brown signal in the sky? <laughs> the JB signal. The JB signal. I'll tell you where it is. Well, who who publishes Fun Home? I I don't know. I have uh, no idea. I haven't read it. I've never even seen it. Blankets. And uh, I recently reread Blankets for the first time in a long time. Yeah. And as someone who grew up in a, not necessarily a Christian household, but I grew up in a Catholic household, right. there's a lot of resonance with right. growing up in a uh Well, Tim, Tim grew up in the same town as, as, as Craig, and yeah. they were friends. And he said, yeah, that, 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 that was him. Yeah. You know, he didn't know them that well when they were kids, and he was just like, I'm glad I didn't, because that sounds like a crappy childhood right yeah. there, you know? Great book. All right. Well, good for that. sounds um, uplifting. <laughs> <laughs> it is, Can't though. It really it is. It really it is. is. I think you done crying. Yeah, I just get it all out. Yeah. There's been uh, so many comic book movies that uh, that are going through casting right now. All the great news about Iron Man. I think that is just going to be one of the best casts. That's put together for a movie. Certainly one of the most high-profile casts for. When is for Billy D. Williams going to get a role? My Colt forty-five <laughs> works every time. Works every time. Smooth. <laughs> well, we we have another movie and movie. another casting decision that I I don't know how I feel about it right now. Well, she's perfect. You think so? Well, she's the ultimate femme fatale. I mean, that's what Fox was. She was. We're aware, of course, we're talking about Angelina Jolie has been casted as Fox. Well, has been casted as Fox for uh, Mark uh, Mark Miller's Hank, uh, earmuffs. <laughs> earmuffs. Don't read Wanted. Read yeah. the first five. <laughs> <laughs> Don't read the last issue. Have you guys all read uh, Wanted? No. Mark Miller's no. book is uh, okay. from Top Cow. It's I'm gr- not really. Series. I mean, I don't. I, it seemed like one of those kind of. Uh, I don't really like. Extreme like violent, violent movies and okay, well, not well, that I'm pansy or anything, you know. I just, no, you know, I, I don't get sick of the sight post. of blood, you know. Yeah, I mean, this is gonna, you know, shoving you know gun barrels through people's faces, and you know, it's no, I know what he means because like there was a book I read, uh, uh, Barracuda, the the Garth Ennis <laughs> Punisher Barracuda, and it is like so over the top, yeah. ridiculously <laughs> violent and grotesque, and just, I, I mean, it's. And, I, and while part of me enjoys reading it just for, like, sort of the, the bizarreness of it, yeah. another part of me is, like, almost feels guilty for reading it. Like, right. I, you know, I really shouldn't enjoy should something so... <laughs> yeah, I should. It's all about guilt. With some chamomile tea yeah. and... No. But, yeah, Wanted is certainly... I mean, that's Mark Millar at his, you know, or yeah. Milla at, his, uh, Milla at his most over-the-top. But Fox yeah. is Howie Berry. But is it is it good? Kelly Berry but, sucks. You know, the first five I don't want to see her in anything. I was just going to say, wasn't I'll she? I'll tell you about I, the six I've never read the book, but I saw <laughs> the covers. Wasn't she black? Yeah. 
So are they, are they going to paint up Angelina? Oh, well, yes. You know what? Uh, <laughs> Just give her a dark tan. Kingpin's white in the comics. He wasn't in the movie. Why yeah, are you going to be? You know, but that, what, what, are you, what are you trying to get at? I'm Sal? just saying, what's... Are you racist? It? No, I'm not. Racist. Is that it? Wow. Well, Man. you finally found <laughs> You know found what? That, that sucks. Any man. white character, I, any white character white in a comic book can become <laughs> black. But don't you dare change a black character to a white character. Ever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is like noted. Mike's like, I draw Asian characters. I draw, so yeah, I draw okay. an Asian Adam. How do you feel about that? You know, how I mean, you you're on you're on a book now with the all new Adam. That and I, I've gone to. <laughs> I'm interested to what? see what this question is. Yeah, <laughs> me too. On a on a lot of forums, especially you know at like the DC forums, people are really upset that the that, DC that forums are pissed about everything. <laughs> This book was sli- this book was stapled wrong. This is horrible. <laughs> but so you know, I, I mean, there's there's a lot of discussion out there about DC's replacement characters and their move to include more minority right. uh, characters. I mean, you're and you're writing one of those books that is a replacement character, drawing, and it's yeah. not a it's not a wasp. Yeah, he's not character. writing anything. Or I mean, drawing. Sorry. Jesus. Um. So what's the question? What, yeah, uh, what it was none. Where do you oh. get your reference for Asian people? Do you know <laughs> I, I've met a couple. <laughs> I've met a couple. No, but I mean, it, for writing or writing for drawing Ryan Choi. I'm continuing. I mean, <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> if you would let me we just get sidetracked with laughter. Is all. No, I, I mean. What? For the all-new Adam, are you glad that it's a new character that you can kind of I put am. your I've stamp actually, on? I've had this discussion before, and usually the... the <laughs> Not with me, pal. The discussions, they, they, they usually don't make a point of... Of him, whether or not this is this new character is Asian or Hispanic or so and so, it's just that there's somebody else other than Ray Palmer or somebody else other than Ted Cord or somebody else other than Hal Jordan. Well, one of those people you know, about the Blue Beetle, that's you. You're screaming that it's not Ted Cord. Well, I'm joking. Uh, I, I wasn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was at first, but I wasn't one of those people that was going to say I'm not buying the book because it's not Ted because I, I bought them all. Yeah. I mean, I, I still it's buy the book. The Blue Beetle. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but. DC uh, tends to do a pretty good job that when they do put a new person in the suit, they do make it a pretty unique character to the point, I mean, who I thought Kyle was going to go away when he first showed up. He's like, yeah. what the hell? And now he's 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 been around for how long? Well, I mean, that's one of the things that I think that's great about those sort of legacy characters yeah. is also the fact that... Uh, you know, when I think of Wally West as the Flash, I don't think of him as the Flash first. I think of him as Wally West first. Irish like Flash. Oh, no, that, sorry. Just <laughs> like Hal Jordan, when I think of him as Green Lantern, there's so many Green Lanterns, but yeah, I think of Hal. Hal Jordan, Green Lantern. Right, you right. know, I think of that specific They do a character. good job of doing that. Well, so I think I think that's one one way you should do it. I mean, rather than saying, oh, it's the Asian Adam. Yeah. You know, if you there, want there, there, there was the a, original title. There was a great... <laughs> uh, the all-new Asian Adam. <laughs> there, there, was, there was a great JSA moment this week with uh, with Wildcat, when Wildcat's talking with his son. A, a lot of... There's a lot of Green Lanterns. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm not calling yeah. myself Tomcat. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, okay, fine. All right, so, Mike, one other question. Uh... Where the fuck is Ray Palmer? That's all I want to know. You'll and, find out. You know, okay. You'll find out this summer. Do you know? <laughs> I actually don't, but I know there's some weird crap going on. <laughs> no, I, I like the weird shit. Excellent. All right, yeah. so uh, Angelina Jolie, yay, nay, Fox, yes. Yeah. I would I, do I her in a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give her a pro necklace. I think Why she not? works for the character, whether <laughs> black, You'd almost white. have to, wouldn't you? 
What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I just I'm just moving the show along. <laughs> you can answer I'm yes or no. Where I have no idea. <laughs> maybe. Wait. Maybe. Yes. All right. Well, I tell you what. That will uh, that will wrap. said from the Bay City Rollers. <laughs> <laughs> that will wrap up one of the most bizarre uh, wired wire comic news that we've had in uh, in quite a while. So. Uh, <laughs> and then we shall exit stage left. <laughs> Indubitably. <laughs> mm. <laughs> stage left. <laughs> That's the winner. <laughs> End it. Sal, tell us about shopping at Around Comics. You're shopping. Don't bother. <laughs> There's Don't nothing bother. there you want. There's no, uh, shop at Around Comics. <laughs> cheap places. Don't cheap go there. We have hats on sale this week. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, have hats and thongs. Thongs, yeah. Did you guys, did uh, you start that puppies? line? We've had one. We we've had, w- we've had, we have this cafe press store you can buy. <laughs> so we've had one person buy a shirt. <laughs> One. That's awesome, and that's why we didn't bring any shirts to New York. We, we were going to no print up shirts. It's no like, well, obviously nobody wants one, so why should we print out a bunch of shirts that nobody's going to buy and just? I bought that them? shirt. Wait, do you no, make? other than you, oh, you okay. bought one, but I no, have one an other idea. person. I have an idea. Somebody from England, some woman from we will England. Call it the shr- <laughs> we will call it the shroud of around comics, and what <laughs> what the teacher will have? Shroud. There will be three different varieties where you'll see our faces imprinted on it, as if it was the <laughs> shroud of Turin. <laughs> the shroud of around comics. There you go. And I'm going to prove it false. <laughs> I, I'm taking it down. We don't need a cafe press store. Uh, Sal, the hotline. Obviously, no one uh, 1-888-65G-CAST. Give us a call. Give us a voicemail. Just like this. Wait, we didn't we have, have one. Have this oh, okay. Shut up. Well, we need some hotlines, so. You know why? Because we uh, don't you guys make awesome. people hit. <laughs> hey, you guys, you guys suck. It's the worst show I've ever heard. Oh, uh, why don't you talk more about whatever books I like? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, we will. What, what books do you like? Uh, I left enough space on my message uh, to tell you I like um, stuff from ten years ago. I like um, I like everything that Rob Liefeld did. Um, you why haven't you him? done a Why haven't you done an onslaught spotlight? <laughs> I like that he left space in his message. <laughs> yeah, for us to answer. Yeah, that's I know Mike Norton's there. <laughs> so on our show, it's like, your opinions hurt Tranny. <laughs> really? I don't care about transsexuals. I just want to hear about Onslaught. Uh, Thank you for your message. Onslaught's back, so you should be happy. There you go. I am. <laughs> hey, wow. <laughs> This is some badass phone message From service. Was it Sylvia Brown calling in? <laughs> no. <laughs> it is time for Top of the Stack. I got one for this week, too. <laughs> <laughs> top, top of the stack. Top of the stack, stack, stack. That's right. It's time for Top of the Stack. Our chance to let you, the listener, know what we, the panel, have been reading for the last week. Mr. Caters. Oh, wait, wait. Before you go, I want to do one thing. Oh, sh- yeah, snap. Listen, listen, listen. Top, top, top of the stack, stack, stack. Wow, that was good. Wow. I'm not going to have to drop in the real one. He's wow, like a human being. He's I actually, like a you know box. I do that fucking thing every time I listen to you guys at work. <laughs> I do that at work. <laughs> top, 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 top of the stack. It's I, I kind of do that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's doing it constantly. <laughs> It's a new hit single. So, <laughs> Eric, what's your top of the... St- oh, I didn't do mine. Uh, my top of the stack this week is uh, Justice Society of America number four. And I struggled this week because there were several contenders. 
uh, I was it, it was a toss-up between this, X-Factor, and Walking Dead. And I almost didn't want to pick Justice Society of America because it was the, the least dark one. And then I thought the more... The more I thought about it, the more I was like, I don't know why I should be expected to pick something dark and disturbing, because this book to me is like the perfect self-acknowledging comic book of like heroes fighting villains. You have a Nazi being crushed by the Liberty Bell. I mean, it's not supposed to be subtle. It's not supposed to be like different layers of stuff going on. You have these characters who are interesting, and those characters are interesting. But they're fighting Nazis, so that's not supposed to be subtle at all. And I think there's, there's, you get to see a little bit of each character in the first four issues total, not just this issue, but you get to see a little bit of all of them. You get to see uh, Cyclone, who I think is going to end up being a single white female sort of stalker of Stargirl, and I think that's what's setting this up, is that it's getting a little bit creepy how much she likes that, you know, this other character in the book. You get to see Wildcat with a son, which is fantastic because Wildcat's like the ultimate bachelor boxer. He wears a fucking cat suit and has like bandages on his hands. He's like the ultimate tough guy. It's just. I don't it's say that's the ultimate tough guy. Hey, listen. <laughs> he walks around, he can kick your ass. Yes, bandages. Kick your ass. Bandages are for pussies. All right. <laughs> it's, only, it's only to save you from getting your blood on his fists. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, uh, to me, it was yeah, just the, the cyclone thing was a little disturbing. If those in glass and resin, then, then yeah. we'll talk. But I think it was supposed to be disturbing. Oh, yeah, it was, it was like, I always thought that Stargirl was cool. Now and I now think she's that she's even cooler. cooler. And she's bipolar, so yeah. wait till the one where she's What do you mean yeah, you want to hang young. out with I mean, How yeah. old is Cyclone supposed to be? Like she's 19 seven. or something? And yeah, not even that old. She's middle age. She's in college, but she's also acknowledged to be bipolar. So wait for the issue where she's not. So bipolar is not... Like He's setting it up. Crazy, there's no is way, it? You know, as long as we take our meds, <laughs> yeah. we're good. Oh. Well, bipolar and by something else. Boba sexual. Boba? That's what I'm saying. Boba sexual. But, uh... I, I don't know. I felt I felt like guilty picking it, but I shouldn't, because I really like you know, it the you, most. You make an interesting point about how it's... It, it's sort of unabashed in, in what it is. It's not like an Alan Moore superhero comic yeah. where it has to be this subtle examination of why these characters do what they do. Yet at the same time, it really has... Um, That's good character. Yeah, yeah the, the, the characters themselves are interesting and, and you know the storytelling really shows that um, without having to rely on some sort of postmodern look at it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it is what it is. It's a good superhero book. But it's not just that. It, there's more to it than just that. So. Well, I mean, I think that even the scene where um, Wildcat has sort of his soliloquy about what the Justice Society is. I mean, it's corny. Everyone knows what it is, but like, if you love superhero comic books, mm -hmm. it's hard to deny when you read his description of it that you don't get like a little tiny bit of you that's like, yeah, that's awesome. You know, like <laughs> yeah. it's hard Let's to deny that. Cats. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's a hard if you're a superhero fan not to read his description of how he describes the Justice Society and not be like, yeah, that's awesome. You know, yeah. as well, much well, as well, it's switching this yeah. from you know the whole the whole like uh, first arc yeah. has been about family and how the JSA is family. And Wildcat kind of stops it. It's like, it's not about family. It's about the spirit of who these people Someone are. Someone will always pick up the mask yeah. And, yeah. and wear it. I thought that know? was a great sequence. It was a yeah. great moment. Yeah. It was a great moment. Um, Eric, what is uh, your top of the stack? My top of the stack this week is um, 
Welcome to Tranquility. I just picked it up, got all four issues, so... <laughs> I just got so clapped. Right. Tom's been doing that a lot lately. Yeah. Um, I, I hadn't read any of it, and it was it was great to sit down and read all four issues at once. This is the series that I wanted that sci-fi show, um, sci-fi channel show, Eureka, to be. Yeah. It's great. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like you've got this small town, you've got this cast of really interesting characters, and you're just slowly peeling away how they know each other, what their relationships are, what their history is. I love you, Gail Simone. <laughs> <laughs> I so want to be her husband. Me, Matt Gail. Me, Matt Gail. Uh, lucky. And her husband, yeah, Jerry, her Ordway. Husband, Jerry Ordway. <laughs> 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 that's funny. Yeah, well, listen to our uh, New York Comic Con uh, show for that inside no, joke. That's a great, it is a uh, great series so far. It's been uh, just so much fun. And, you know, once again, it's. it's um, it's not afraid of what it is, and it just, while it's sort of a quirky look at this retirement community, you know, th- there's a great mystery in, involved in it, there's, you know, a lot of fun, there's a lot of, there's some more sinister stuff that's going on, I mean, it's just this great combination of different things that are happening in, in the book, and the art's fantastic, and yeah, Gail can't do anything wrong right now, she's just firing on all cylinders, and mm-hmm. it seems like everything she does is just better and better. It, it, have we seen this concept before? I mean, that's one of the things I liked about Welcome to Tranquility is the fact that it's this retirement community for superheroes, supervillains as well. I think you've well. seen things close Play to on but it. not the same sensibility. Yeah. Where I think you have, I think what she's done is she's balanced sort of the more maudlin, you know, like the more like uh, sentimental feelings yeah. with humor a lot better than I think you've seen people do that in the past. I think before it's almost been people haven't been able to pull it off because it's always sort of turned into either a joke or um wasn't it tragic in the old days yeah you know what i mean it's like yeah they just haven't been able to pull it off as well as she has where it's it is a good combination of things where you're not well i mean that that scale in general in (coughs) all of her books is that she walks that fine line between it it has these great moments of humor but there's a lot of very smart intelligent writing there that that makes it a story that you know is is beyond a humor book yeah and that's I have to definitely agree with that w- well mike is is working on one of those well right yeah now. i mean that's one of the things i think if i were to point out the thing that i love the most about her work is i mean uh somebody asked me actually what i would love to do at dc the other day and i was like i had to think about it and i was just like well my favorite kind of stories are the kind of stories that she's writing for the Atom right now. It's just like, it's action, it's adventure, it's funny, and it's, it's weird. weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Safe know. travels. Or death. Yeah, you exactly. Know, you know, I, I love it's the same. Yeah. It's the sort of stuff I <laughs> loved about. Love <laughs> yeah, I love that stuff in, like, in, in, like, in Firefly and Buffy. It's just like, this is an action show. No, it's a comedy show. No, it's a science fiction show. No, it's, a, it's all of it. So yeah. and people that can do all of that in one thing, it's, they're very rare, and I think that's really pretty awesome. That, that is. Yeah, and Gail's got a great handle on it too. She's done. Well, uh, uh, Mr. Norton, did you I hear that, Gail? We love your writing. <laughs> <laughs> and you too, Cherry Ordway. Well, Mike, uh, we know that you've been uh, super busy uh, working on one of those great Gail Simone books. But have you been reading anything lately? Um, I have nothing like recent. I wasn't able to make it to the shop because my car was stolen, but. I uh, oh. I, I, uh, <laughs> I 
I recently bought all the uh, losers trades, oh. and I read them all this week. My, my turn for the slow clap. Yeah, I was really amazed by that book, and not because it's... Are we in a bad 80s, like, high school movie? What the hell is with all the slow claps? I agree with you, Sal. I agree with you. <laughs> I, I w- it's not like it's uh, some mind-blowing uh, new way of telling a story, but it, it is such a great... Uh, as somebody described it to me as like a a a hip and modern like a team, mm-hmm. and I <laughs> I agree with it to to the point where I I almost say it's like it's the a team without any of the the stupid stuff. It it really is. Well, that's just uh, the entire A-team. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> what's left? Look now. You're not going to find anybody who loves the A-team more than me. But i got to admit... You mean the credit? Billy the, the, Billy the Invisible Dog's a little stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you had funny. A pity the fool. I read all five of the trades, and each one, you know, it just, they're very you know, complex, you know, layers of, you know, I couldn't think of, I kept reading it thinking, if I had to write this story, I have to keep track of this and this and this. And it's like, how, wow, that's crazy. But then there's like, kablooey, jumping out of a window and stuff like that. It's like, this is like, it's it's like a, a big, dumb Michael Bay movie, except it's, it does smart. It's, it's not dumb. Yeah, it's not it's Bad smart. Boys too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's big action, it's widescreen, but there is... Very, very smart storytelling. Yeah, and it's it's Andy smart. Andy Diggle wrote a hell of a story. Yeah, it's smart, but he's not going for the blow your mind kind of thing. Like, there's yeah. a couple of twists and turns. And it's not Grant Morrison. Yeah, it's there's some twists and turns, like especially at the end. And, and this is an old book, so I don't think I I, I, I feel okay if I spoil stuff. But I mean, spoil the way you find DC out about exclusive. the. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> when Shut you, your mouth. When you find out uh, about the, the main bad guy, and so it's like, oh, I didn't see that coming. But at the same time, I'm not like, whoa, for five years, I would have never thought that was coming. And and But, I mean, the leader of the team gets killed first. He just, he gets, I was like, wow, what, that was pretty crazy. You know, I, I love that. And, and, and right on unexpected moments as opposed to like shocking yeah know, it's yeah. like those things where he knew that that was going to happen and that we didn't do that to just go boo and you, you know right and i can't believe the seat of the van was the villain <laughs> yeah <laughs> the flotation <laughs> the flotation cushion yeah. uh, I, damn you no it's just a very smart very action smart adventure military i remember when i uh even when i was uh still working with devils do and right around the time I was leaving, uh, Crank, Crank, and I believe Sean Duff were saying, "Yeah, Andy Diggle would be awesome to write GI Joe." And I was like, yeah. "Yeah, that would be, that'd be great." But Hasbro would never approve that, you know, because he's gonna want to do like real world want, stuff. He's gonna want Snake Eyes stabbing someone in the eye. Well, he, 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 he did write GI Joe. He just called it the Losers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, that's a real good point because you had these characters, and they were kind of like Cougar being this, you know, he was low light. You know, yeah. he's this real creepy guy, but he has a sense of humor. <laughs> Where is that? I'm trying to think of the most obscure joke. <laughs> no, who who is B. Claymore's um, um, dog idea? snuff? Dog snuff, yes. Dog snuff. <laughs> Where he, he assesses the mission, finds the perfect breed of dog, and then sends him in to get killed. Dog snuff. 
Jon Snow. <laughs> have you ever heard that that episode of the Crankcast? I don't think I have. Well, go go back to the Crankcast where where they talk with uh, with Claymore. It was like because I what, that was guys, that his creation. Well, yeah, you guys he didn't use it, but it was something he thought about. Well, you guys were talking about like Battle Him, which was a reimagining of the Invaders, Invaders yeah. and he was talking about doing you know his his on the on the spot idea of doing a reimagination. Was this was this before he ended up writing a GI Joe issue? Because I don't even remember that. Did Clay do? Yeah, he did. Him and Jeremy did Special Missions Manhattan. Really? Is yeah. there a dog snuff character? No, there's no dog snuff because uh, uh, dog snuff. Get the dog. Uh, what are we going to do? The Pekingese. Yeah, this <laughs> Pekingese would be perfect for this. this one's one I don't know where we'll put the plastic explosive. I need a dog to fit inside of a purse. <laughs> exactly. Scarlet walking in. It's a small Pekingese. air shaft. We need to. Must die. It's loaded well, with C4. Well, that's a great top of the stack. I, I approve. That's a great series. Oh, well, that wait, I, well, well, what do you mean? Because Eric and I did one, and you didn't <laughs> end it with the Chris agrees. With this I, stuff I approve of that selection. I this approve of Mike. Yes, it is. Chris well, I boom, 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 boom. I'm going to sing on record and saying I disapprove of your selection, but we'll hey, get we'll to get that. to that. Witness my validation. Uh, <laughs> Witness what happens when I'm right, Mr. D. Oh, um, if you want to know what my top of the stack is, you'll have to listen to my podcast. Oh, oh snap! Oh, what is that? www.comicbookqueers.podomatic.com. Oh, oh, goddamn! That will be edited out. Oh, no one's ever done that! It'll just be a large First beep. time. <laughs> We're going to... Uh, no, actually, it's... I'm eight, recording no. his top of the stack myself later. <laughs> you, should, you should cut us all I like. out and then just put in like, uh, Showtime at the Apollo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh! Damn! I did come prepared to talk about something, though. All right. The one. book that I really want to talk about, I'm talking about on my show. Oh, the, the secondary man. book that I'm going to talk about, though, Walking Dead. This is a salesman... <laughs> My almost top of the stack. That's why you got pregnant. Oh, oh, I, oh I was going to say that's why your mama got pregnant because oh, I talked to her first. Oh, My mom got I couldn't work it out. So it My mom got pregnant because they planned it. <laughs> Walking Dead? Walking Dead. That was my... That's it was, my it's that really was, good. That was the best damn it's been good in a while. Yeah. Issue number 36. No, don't tell me about it. Still Is that what you got oh, there? Dude, you're not... Nice. You're like in what? Yeah. Issue 8? No, I love I'm this one. I like issue 12. No. Good oh, lord. You, dude. It's <laughs> go to the bathroom for a minute. Close your ears. Earmuffs. Spoil, spoilers away because I think that... Mike, go away. Go away. <laughs> oh, damn. Go, go to the corner. We'll, we'll, go in the corner, We'll beckon you when you're... It's right to talk. Um... And I don't want to no step st- all over. Step, step on your top of the. I, I think that we saw, you know, Rick has wouldn't been be the first time he stepped on a guest. But I'm pumped. We've been seeing Rick has been close to breaking and actually to a breaking point several times in the book. And I think that we saw kind of a resolution of this where he finally comes to grips that he is not the same person oh, yeah. that he was at the beginning of the series. I love that speech where he's talking to his wife and where he explains to her about how. It's like, I can kill anybody now. I look around and I keep thinking to myself, who do I need here? Like, yeah. I know, for example, Tom's the first people. to go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Good luck, asshole. <laughs> I love the fact that Rick is just badass. Yeah. He is, all the shit he's gone through, and he actually still can think cognitively. But also, the fact <laughs> that when he uh, when he does what he does, when he hits the guy. Well, are we spoilers? Spo- uh, spoiling, walking dead. Yeah, eh, yes. whatever. We're okay. spoiling it. Fuck up, you guys. Yeah, um, when he does what he does... Yeah, they're not your listeners. What yeah. the fuck do you care? <laughs> uh, he, when he does what he does, he isn't necessarily right. You know, he 
Like, but yeah. you can see it reverse yeah. the it's other hard way. To, it's re- if you saw it reverse the other way. It's hard to determine that could, what's that, right or wrong that, in that, that book. Considering that, right, you know. the, yeah, the character, exactly. the character that he kills was, in a lot of ways, the Rick from the other camp. He I can, was. I can almost. He was that, the guy yeah. that was looking out for his group of people that saw an opportunity to bring them to safety, and you can easily reverse mm-hmm. those and then roles. You see, because Rick. I think I mean, Rick would have been a little more stand-up about it. No, here's the thing, though. He wouldn't be, because he admits later in the issue, if pretty much, like, if you had those roles reversed, Rick would have done, I think, the same thing. I think yeah. that's what that's, that whole issue is about, is that he kills that guy, then goes back and thinks, well, I, I I'll kill anyone, which mm. is pretty much where that guy was. He'll do whatever it yeah, takes he for his exactly. people. Rick would have done the sick. same thing well, if, he was in the, if it was the situations <clears throat> were reversed. Yeah. Yeah, because that guy was like, you know, why you? Why are you the lucky one that gets to be here? Why not? You know, why I found it? Yeah, it's why. Fuck. Anyway, <laughs> uh, one of the interesting things I found uh, about that issue was um, sort of how the fact that everyone still relies on Rick so much, yeah, and yeah. It, it it gives him a pass to do these things. I mean, no one is ever going to look down on him for what he does. He can pretty much do, and I think that leads to. I think he realizes that, and it leads to sort of the conflict that he's, you know, facing, and, and his t- him talking he to his wife about it. he can, yeah, he can yeah. do anything yeah. because everyone just leans on him, and, and he has to make these decisions. He's really the only one that's forced to. But I think that it sort of sets up an environment for him that is worse and worse. You know what I mean? It's just like when does it end? I just, yeah, I keep feeling like this <clears throat> character is going to explode at some point. And, you know, I, there were a couple times I thought. He had already done so. Yeah, yeah. Does this I, book I think he's going to survive get... beyond Rick if something were to happen to Rick, That's and a... he wasn't the Kirk, main Kirk, character. Kirkman has always said yes that that Any no can... one is safe. That even Rick could die, and this book will go on. That's what Kirkman said. No, uh, certainly, and of course he's going to say that. But I don't. I. It's so much of his book. I mean, it's turned into so yeah. much. It's Rick's story. I mean, it started out with him, and, and it's followed him the whole way through where other people come in and out. But any reader who's read up to, let's say you get to an issue 50, and let's say he kills Rick in issue 50, would any reader stop, bis- reading, it? stop reading it? Because I think it's a different breed of No, I just think it's a different book at that yeah. point. I think then he, yeah. it's just yeah. a matter of how he's going to do it and what yeah. he plans on doing if, if he does decide but to I kill Rick. I think it's true. I think at some point he could kill Rick. I think he yeah, could put Rick in a situation well, he's, where Rick dies. You know, he's created that that situation where anyone in that book can die. It Nobody would be the best character to kill, honestly, because everyone's already invested so much in this character. Oh, yeah. So that would be the one that would really throw a wrench in there. Yeah. And he, but he would have to have planned out the direction the book is going to go afterwards, and it had to right. be something completely different. Can we let Norton out of the penalty box? Yeah, I think that's Norton, you're out of the penalty right, box. Mike, you're out of the penalty box. It's okay. Chris, why don't you talk about your comic book? Yeah, what did you read this week? <laughs> yeah, what's, what's your favorite? Uh, what's your favorite? Well, I, I read. What's your favorite comic book? You comic book? Yeah. I, I read a lot of things. My favorite because comic. you know there's a lot of hard work put in by guys like Mike Norton into comic books. They they spend a lot of time drawing and writing and and doing that to try and make a living at They're, comic uh, books. People that deliver and them. And the show is supposed to talk about uh, comic, comic books. books. So I'm wondering yeah, the, what the, the comic book did you pick? My my, my top of the your stack comic book looks tiny. Is a DVD? Is that a digest? <laughs> oh, it's it's cartoon. This isn't <laughs> Is it a cartoon about comic. It's Heaven's Gate on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> My pick is Justice League Unlimited Fuck season you. two. My kids will love that. It is oh, awesome. Sorry. It is All right. good actually. I I, I have I, 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 
I have two sort. I'm an old school Marvel fan that is discovering the DC universe for the first time in my life here of the last year. I mean, yeah, you know, I always read, you know, Batman, you know, occasionally would pick up, you know, a DC title here and there. I never really got into a lot of, you know, the great history of the DCU. I have two sources that have taught me so much. First is Tom. Yeah, I always answer any DC Universe questions. Yes, because you are right or wrong. You you know the guessed him most of the time. The the second source I've I've had is Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, and then you know all the you wouldn't like want to read the comics and get that. Well, you know it's I don't want to call it like a Quip Notes guide to the basics of the DCU, but. It is first. It's it's uber entertaining. I I love the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited cartoons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you want to know about the question or Red Tornado or you know the basic jail, yes, uh, yes. Uh, uh, if you want to know about the basic JLA characters, you know the you know the Trinity plus you know Martian Manhunter. Whatever. It's a great introduction to those. But what Justice League Unlimited did, it kind of took that a step farther. And if you want to know about Huntress or you know, Question or Supergirl or Stripe. They have a Booster Gold episode. Yes. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. It's a good episode, yeah. too. And it has, it has, it has uh, Elastic Man, as you see, which is great. Yeah, you know, so it was a way for me to at least get to know who these characters were and get some general characterizations. This isn't—it's not in continuity with what's going on in the DCU, but it does give you a great general feel. Uh, season two came out this past week. Enjoy it. Uh, a quick side note for a comic that I did like—I just want to. Uh, no, boot. No. First no, you pick a fucking no, DVD, no, and no, then no, no, you're no, gonna no, pick stop. a second. Hey, hey, yeah, you stop. I just want to remind everyone. I'm not going to talk about it. The Damned wrapped up this week. So Great. go out and pick up the uh, issue five of The Damned. Uh, Sal, your top of the stack. Uh, I picked Army at Love, number one, yeah, Vertigo book by Rick Veach, who uh, wrote it and penciled it, and inks by uh, everyone. Gary Erskine, which so I thought was an interesting combination. Lots of tits. <laughs> <laughs> Changing my mind about a couple. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was an interesting concept. Basically, um, Rick Beach took a look at the uh, the illegal war in Iraq, I guess, and um, and sort of. There's another one happening over there. <laughs> no, I, he created a new one oh. in a country called Af- Afghanistan. 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 Something like that. But anyway, the, sort of the concept of it is. Um, what if this war raged on for another 10, 15 years and you were having a hard time recruiting new people to fight it because the country didn't really believe in it so much anymore? Um, what, what would you have to offer people Beaver. in order to... Uh, yeah, pretty much. Beaver. Pretty much. Yeah. It's, it's, Beaver. Yeah, pretty much it's... Uh, the, the army is a, a bunch of um, people that are like, you know, jacked up on uh, adrenaline. Thr- thrill and, seekers. Yeah, thrill yeah. seekers that... Want to make a lot of cash real easily, and while they're not Fun fighting, boys. they fuck their brains out and and party and do drugs and and uh, shoot people. A lot of stuff. What happens in the army now? Uh, it's it's a Anger really sort of ridiculous military. look at you know kind of what if you know uh, would happen in a war, but um, I, I don't know. Uh, but it was interesting. It was it was very graphic. Charlie was, Rose has got a lot of questions. So <laughs> Rick Veach (laughs) does this in a lot of his books. He'll he'll take a concept, he'll turn it upside down and put it on its head. You saw that with Brat Pack, you you know. I love Brat Pack. He does these trippy kind of. Mm -hmm. I think he made a comic out of your uh, 
Snagglepuss. Dream. <laughs> if he has any, will now. Great. It's thanks. called Snagglepussy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this comic's probably. Joke. I'm surprised we didn't make it. This, <laughs> this comic's probably not for everyone. Um, it's probably. Yeah. Hank, you can't it's read a very it. Bu- well, yeah, it's it's a mature book, certainly. Hank, Hank, ring his hands in anger. And I'll be interested to see kind of where it goes. I don't know exactly how much uh, character development you're going to see in it. I mean, it shows really sort of the worst side of people. And Is there nakedness in it? There's yes. lots of nakedness and I'm sex there. and. Uh, adultery and I don't do cash. A lot of cash. Everyone seems <laughs> to have a lot of line. cash. <laughs> adultery. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I got morals. <laughs> but uh, but it was sex. really an interesting. Like I said, it was it, more than anything. It was an interesting concept, and I'm really interested <laughs> to see where it goes. And, and Rick Beach is just such a uh, <laughs> such a, a whack out kind of dude. Yeah. That uh, it's but worth he checking looks out. So normal. I know that was freaked me out when I met him in New York. It was like do. I thought he was going to be just on stilts with <laughs> not yeah, I thought the clowns running around him and so normal. You know, it, it was uh, yeah. And we're probably going to talk to him soon. I think uh, I think Who's we're going to. Who's the artist on this? He is uh, Gary Erskine did the inks, okay, but he I drew he was it. Just writing. No, yeah. he wrote and drew it. Now, nah, okay, that looks really familiar. <laughs> I was looking at it, I was like. Oh, now Hank's going over to grab it. So Hank, can you cannot him. buy that book. But it is, Pick up uh, Justice League Unlimited, Hank. Yeah, you might. <laughs> 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 there's, a, there's a lot of weird things in Rick Veach's head, um, and he puts a lot of them in this book. So there you go. That's my top of the sack. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's irreverent. I, I, I enjoyed it, but I'm still... That's sure a, it's, still a, it's a ridiculous look at sort of a ridiculous situation. Oh, yeah, you know, it, it an is. even more ridiculous look at a, a ridiculous he, he, situation. Yeah, he makes and it. And there's a little something for everybody there. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. it's Everyone, it's all in there. Anyone can rub it out to this one. <laughs> well, that was I read that, and then I read uh, uh, Punisher presents Barracuda back to back, and when I, and I just felt dirty when I was done reading. I was just like, I need a shower. And, Pray or something. I don't even pray. I watched an entire DVD of Oz. Same thing. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's hard to get clean. Hard. It really is. Yeah, <laughs> that shows. Man, if you guys. That's um, the greatest deterrent for like breaking the law. I think ever is watching that show because the last fucking place I want to end up after watching that show is prison. Want to remind everyone to uh, help us that spread the Around the Comics love. You can do that a few different uh, ways. You can go to aroundcomics.com and take us up on our listener LCS challenge. You can also go to comicspace.com slash aroundcomics and be our virtual friend. Uh, you can do that at myspace.com uh, slash aroundcomics as well. It's pretty much better than the real thing. It, being a virtual friend? Being a virtual friend, yeah. Like so are you our virtual, virtual or a real friend, Stevie? Oh, wow. I'm your virtual friend. Uh, <laughs> I like Virtual friends, you don't have to pick up at the airport. <laughs> I like surfing on the internet. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. You can do my personal favorite, which is the <laughs> iTunes music review. Get into it. Be as cool as Andy Parks, Mike Norton, Steve Bryant, and, and about... I can't be as cool as Steve Bryant. What about Andy. Andy, I'm, 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 yeah, I don't care about him. You surpassed Andy. <laughs> <laughs> you're already cool. You feel you're already cool. He's headbutt me. He is. <laughs> Andy, Andy's gonna rub that bald little head right up in your face. All right. What? Uh, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> See the hair? See the hair? Dude, uh, stop the episode. 
Stop the episode. Why? <laughs> <laughs> it's got weird. Uh, <laughs> remember, <laughs> it got weird. <laughs> it's been weird for a long time. You can uh, you can uh, join our frapper map. Do we have any new frappers? No, this no, 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 no. There was the, you know there was like one. But I didn't even bother. I was going to wait. I didn't bother. <laughs> Thank you, whoever you yeah, are. Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get to you next yeah, week. We'll get to you eventually. No, it wasn't you, Hank. You weren't on there. Did Thank you, you for Frapper being on Frapper. <laughs> you know. can check out You're all the great things at AroundComics.com has to offer. It's your source for the best in comic book news, reviews, Lesson and list. opinions. <laughs> we are now proud members of the Comics Podcast Network. Find more great Ashamed. podcasts at ComicsPodcast.com. Just so everyone is aware, we post next week's topic on Tuesdays or thereabout at AroundComics.com. We've got some great guests coming up. Uh, I believe uh, Rich Starkings, the uh, aforementioned... Tax season turns you into like another uh, person. I know, he's like he's hulking he's out over here. here. He's like Tom is like feces. berating people, slapping... Spitting beer. Eric. I have two pairs of pants on, but no shirt or underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Figure that out, people. I've got running pants underneath a pair of khakis. <laughs> Check out down. our calendar of events coming events. up. We've got uh, some great guests: uh, Richard Starkings, Rick Veach, uh, lots of other people that start with R. Apparently, R. Uh, Gene Simmons or not? Or yeah. not? Nah. It's not looking Ruth so. Ruth Buzzy. Ruth Buzzy. Awesome. End the episode one. now. <laughs> <laughs> we won't do anything better than the Ruth Buzzy. I'd like to thank our sponsor today, Borders. Thank you. <laughs> We are proud to help support the HERO initiative. HERO creates a financial safety net for yesterday's creators who need emergency medical aid, financial support for essentials of life, and an avenue back into pain work. Now, they deserve slow clap. Yes, they do. There's one of us that looks like Gorbachev who stands up. (laughs) It's a chance for all of us to give back something to the people that have given us so much enjoyment. For more information, visit HeroInitiative.org or call 310-909-7809. As Brian Michael Bendis said, give until it hurts. When did he say that? What? That's one of his quotes. That's what he said that in reference to? I read that completely differently. (laughs) Mike Norton said, "Give, because I'm going to be old and retired someday." No. <laughs> <laughs> Mike <laughs> Norton said, "Give, because I'll hurt you." <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I think I'd like to uh, to thank everyone for being here today, Eric and uh, and Steve from Comic Book Queers. What do you have uh, coming up uh, here pretty soon? Pretty soon, pretty we've soon. got New? a um our our the end of our second season, episode thirty, is going to be a video podcast. That's our award ceremony. Whoa! And I recommend you check that out. Full of surprises. I hope the music doesn't cut off anybody during mid speech. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, I like everyone. Everyone, it does. Uh, <laughs> Two, it doesn't matter how one long second they into the speech. <laughs> here, here, here's a shot in the dark. Uh, crank, what do you have? Uh, or crank, Mike, what do you have coming? <laughs> what do you have coming up on the crankcast? Things. <laughs> Whatever. My, my my favorite one was uh, on your forum this past week uh, for your last episode. It said, uh, don't listen to this one seriously. Here's the thing about your show, though. When Jenny is on the show, why does she have to talk like this? I don't like know. she's whispering. Talk, like she's she always talks like she I seriously like think this. she was scared that day when she was in there. Cause she always talks like this. She talks so quiet. I feel like she's talking. I feel like she's like this far away from the microphone. She and then does. when you talk, you're like, hey! Oh, hey, and then cranks somewhere in between. 
Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much so, it. Yeah, yeah. All right, next, uh, next issue of the all-new Adam that you're on, issue 12? Uh, issue 12 starts my regular run that starts in June. That is the start of the search for Ray Palmer and Yay. the whole countdown tie-in and stuff. So. I hope they find him dead. Fantastic. And some crazy stuff. They get to the end and he's just dead. Oh, man, he, he, he started well, to death. Well, I'll he was put it homeless. to you this way. I'm reading the scripts and drawing them, and even I'm going... What the hell is this? You know what I've always loved about Adam? Shrinks right out of his clothes every time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Uh, what Bible 3? Uh, 2? Two? Two? Bible 2 coming out. Ask, ask uh, Tim. Okay, anything Anything else on the, the Mike Norton um, docket? There are still two issues of Teen Titans Go that I did last year that are still yet to come out. So okay. Be uh, there's, out a, there's a pug, I hear? There's a pug. <laughs> there's a, no. There's a dog being grown. Yeah, yeah that that is Ninja gonna show up in Adam? No, 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 can't do that. Oh, there's already a dog. There's already that's right. There already is a dog. Redcon it. Crypto. All right, it's Tom, Sam, uh, partners in crime. As always, what a fun. Uh, we got uh, uh, a couple of new shows coming up this week Fuck on you. Wednesday. You're gonna be able to uh, hear our conversation with uh, superstar writer Ed Brubaker, the most dangerous man. He in accuses comics. us of hating America, and then we accuse him back. <laughs> Who wins? Listen, the terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> and then Osama on uh, Bin Laden's wringing his hands right now. <laughs> And then on Friday, you'll be able to uh, hear my conversation with the writer of The Exterminators, Mr. Simon Oliver. So two more episodes coming up. The this interview week, we weren't invited to, Tom? The, the private interview. I hear yes. he can do a good American accent. Simon? Simon? Hello. <laughs> I'm, I'm writing a comic book. <laughs> I just have to read that sometime. Everyone, have a, a fantastic uh, couple of days. We'll be back again on Wednesday with the Ed Brubaker interview. In the meantime, we'll be everywhere in... And around If you would like to suggest a topic, send us your comments, or are interested in becoming a panel member, email us at info at aroundcomics.com or visit the Contact Us section of our website. Music for the show provided by the Podshow Podsafe Music Network. Music.podshow.com Views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and do not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Thank you for listening today, and remember to join us next time when the panel will change, but our mission will stay the same. Bringing you the very best news, reviews, and opinions in and around comics. Around Comics is a Pipe Dream production. Copyright 2007. All rights reserved. Love you, love you, yeah.